What is up, guys? Thanks for tuning in. Part two of week five. We have a special guest for you today, Mr. Jeff Nadu. Obviously, infamous, famous, whatever you want to refer to him as. A couple of our Philly boys, Jock and Pirtle there, big fans. So, Jock, go ahead, take it away. Yeah, I mean, what a pleasure it is to have Jeff on the show here. I know he's a big Philly guy, being new to Philadelphia, alongside uh, Mr. Colin Pirtle, who's also going to be a special guest on this show. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of a lot of Eagles and a little college football. I know Jeff here is uh, you know hot in his college football plays, so we're going to get his takes on a couple of plays. Just chime in on uh, what the Eagles are looking like down the road. Get his information. Uh, so Jeff, I'll allow you to introduce yourself. See how you're doing uh, betting wise in you know the NFL, whatever you're confident in college football plays. Without further ado, Jeff Nadu, big man on campus. Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate it. You're very kind. I would say I'm definitely infamous. I don't think I'm famous, I'm, <laughs> but um, yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, college football has been good to me this year. I've had a great season. I've you know when when the seasons go the way mine is going, at least so far, knock on wood. It's fun. You know, gambling's great when you're winning. It's not as fun when you're losing, but it's all learning experiences. And, uh, you know, I even have college basketball coming, which which is kind of my bread and butter. Uh, that's in about a month. So, yeah, and then we obviously have the NFL. So this is a great time of the year. I don't, you know, I don't know who, like, ranks months out there, but I feel like October is a pretty damn good month. I mean, it, it's it, there's not too much going on. It's It's kind of after summer. It's before the holidays. You don't have to kind of, there's no holidays. You got to buy gifts for someone for it's just football and fall. And I think it's a great time of the year. So yeah, I've been enjoying the uh, fall so far. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, we're, we're all uh, from Northeastern Pennsylvania where we come from a coal crack, coal cracking country up there. And it's about high school football, Friday night lights. And, you know, you kind of live for this time of the year. Uh, yeah. so, no, yeah. you, you know all about it then. Yeah. It's uh, I always uh, feel bad for people that don't have uh, seasons, you know, like, I'm sure it's great to live in California or, or Florida or something, but I don't know. There's just something about like the leaves changing and the smell in the air and that brisk air and, and eventually it gets cold and, you know, it, it's just kind of nice. It, it's a change of pace. So I'm glad we have it. Yeah. And everybody here has experienced that. So, uh, you know, just going into uh, talking about, you know, some Pennsylvania football, we'll jump right into it here. Penn state's got a big game this week. They're in a top five matchup and they're taking on a a quality opponent in Iowa. You know, we're, we're looking at the spread. Corey, I'll just double check with you. Last time I checked, it was sitting around two and a half. I want to make sure it's still at that line at yeah, two so and a half. Actually, right now we have Penn State at Iowa, minus one and a half. Over-under is 40 and a half. Obviously expected lower number in those Big Ten. So I, I think we should just pass this right off to Jeff, see what he's thinking first. I should preface this by saying in NFL, we're, I mean, we're fucking killing it. We have what, what I think we're 13 and six. On our, on our locks. Um, college football, not so much. None of us are doing that hot in college football. I was on week one. And then after that, um, not so much. So kind of just, just get what you're thinking here. And then, um, we'll, we'll all chip in real quick. So yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I'll kind of tend to, to, to tell you this. I, for one, generally am, am kind of looking off the beaten path a lot of the time in college football, you know, and in, in college basketball. I, I tend to kind of stay away from, a lot of the marquee matchups. I will say last week I had Cincinnati and I, there are occasions where I will get involved. I don't know if we'll be involved here. This seems like a game where the number kind of makes sense to me. I will say though, I think sometimes you just have to go with to, to me who I think the better team is. And I think Penn State's a better team. I think I was been fairly lucky this year. 
you look at turnover margin, they're number one in the country in turnover margin. You know, their offense is 109th, though, in the country. So, you know, I think when it comes down to it, if they're not getting turnovers, they're just not going to be a real good football team. I Look, have they been good defensively? Yeah. But I'll take the better team just in the fact that I know Penn State has Jihad Dotson, I think one of the best receivers in the country. I don't think that's going to surprise anyone. And I think Penn State is just as good defensively as uh, I was. Uh, Penn State has a kid on the end, Arnold Ebekebi. He was at Temple last year, just a terrific pass rusher. He went up. He's now with a better football program. I'm happy for him. He's done a great job. They've been really good. I'm not a big Penn State guy in, in general, but I think I was a little fraudulent, uh, just like I thought their basketball team was last year. They will have, obviously, being at home and kind of the home fans. That's a good fan base. But I, sometimes I think you have to go with the better team. I'll definitely lean on Penn State here. I think that's a great play. All of our listeners know by now my driving factors value. And in a line like this, I think the only value is on Penn State money line, uh, to be honest with you. I, I think that spread is so chalky either way you take it. Uh, a, a simple or a simple missed PAT could lose you that bet. So I think the best bet here, uh, kind of like you said, uh, Iowa has been semi lucky. Penn State's playing very well. I'm going to be on Penn State money line, if anything. So. Yeah, I think I will say if I could just throw this in, this is something that I think young betters have a lot of problems with a lot of time is they are just too quick to lay juice in games and just say, well, I have to lay juice, so I'll do it. Anytime you can eliminate laying 110 or 115 or something like that, why not just in this case say, if you like if you like Penn State, get, get a couple dollars back on the money line. It's likely that if they win, they're going to cover. So why not just bet them to win? If you win, you get a couple dollars extra back that you can put against other games. Anytime you can limit laying 110, I would highly recommend doing that in any circumstance. So yeah, I, I would agree with you at one and a half, two, two and a half. The key number you want here is three and you're not going to get to three. So yep. why not just Penn state's going to win this game. If you think they're going to cover two or one. So correct. Absolutely. Jeff, I know, I know the one thing you pointed out was, you know, Penn state's defense and I know Jason and here's a Penn state guy. So he'll probably, you know, fall back on this. Uh, I think that Penn state defense has developed an identity and they're playing fast and they're getting turnovers, and, and you know it's it's kind of led their team to where they are right now. So I'm with you. I, I know Iowa. That yeah, you mentioned them being fraudulent. Uh, they're I, they're not really a football program, you know, to be proud of. You know, they don't have any history behind it. They don't have a lot of stuff to play behind. And Penn State's just got that base. And when they have a good defense, they're a good football team. I'm not a Penn State guy, but I know Jason is, and he'll have a little insight on this game as well. So Jay, I know you have some stuff to say about Penn State. I mean, Iowa, I mean, they had seven interceptions last week against Maryland. So, I mean, that's that's huge towards their turnover total on the season. I mean, they only scored 24 points against uh, Colorado State, I think it was. I mean, they're, they're ground and pound. Their quarterback isn't very good. And like you mentioned, Penn State's pass rush has been fantastic. I think they're going to they're gonna, uh, get after this kid. And I think they're going to win by a touchdown. You know, I will say as well, he makes a good point just overall about turnovers. I mean, you even go back to the games early in the season, the game against Iowa State. I mean, they were dreadful offensively, and they just had a couple, I think, pick sixes in that game, and their turnover margin's out of hand. I mean, that, that's not something I think you can sustain. Look, they'll get turnovers, but getting four or five every game, that's just not sustainable. Penn State is then, and I know Jason will agree if he's a State fan, they have been incredible in the red zone defensively. I mean, they have shut a lot of teams down oh, inside yeah. the 10, inside the 5. How last many, week. Yeah, how many fourth down stops have they had, you know, that mattered? Um, their defense, look, Georgia is 
way better than any other team in the country defensively. I'd put Penn State as the second-best defense team in the country. I mean that. I, I think they're really good. Well, we will let Nico and Colin touch on this next one. Obviously, we don't have time to let everybody get into the games. So our next game that we were looking at personally as a group was Michigan minus three and a half at Nebraska over under 51. Obviously you can tell by now we kind of like these bigger hyped up games. Uh, just kind of makes it more fun for us too. we get on a group FaceTime and get drunk and yell at each other. So if you'd like to touch on that game, uh, go ahead. I'm not buying Nebraska and I know they've played well recently, but I think when you peel back the onion, you know, I think you got to kind of ask yourself, what have they really done? I mean, I think we can all agree Oklahoma is not a vintage Oklahoma team, and they still lost the game by seven. Michigan State, I mean, they have the second worst pass defense in the country. So the fact that you only put up 20 against them and still lost doesn't really move the needle much for me. I think Nebraska, they'll be hopped up for this game. It'll be a good atmosphere maybe for a quarter. But you know, Michigan is another very good defensive team. One thing I like about this year's team is their old coordinator, Dom Brown, blitzed a lot. And what happens when you blitz a lot is obviously you leave your corners, your safeties on an island, and they have to defend one-on-one. This year's defense is a lot more kind of just standoffish. They're just going to play up and make sure you have to come at them. They're not going to blitz. They're just going to play. They're going to play hard-nosed and be tough, and they've been tough to score on. I think Nebraska, like usual, will kind of wither and fail. This is what Scott Frost does. I don't think they're capable, and I think this number's too low. If it's seven and a half, maybe I'd take a flyer and say, well, maybe Nebraska can hang around and, and, and cover at home. But I think the number's just too low. Do I love Michigan's quarterback? Not really, but um, I've been impressed with how they played. Maybe this is Harbaugh's year when we don't expect it. I actually agree. Um, this is probably Harbaugh's best team that he's had at Michigan so far. Michigan actually made their coaching staff a lot younger, and right. I just really like this Michigan team. A lot better than previous years. I think Harbaugh did a great job with everything so far. And, yeah, I'm not really a fan of their quarterback either. But their run game has been really significantly well. And their defense looked fa- fabulous. I don't think um, our Nebraska's offense could hang with them. Yeah, no, yeah. Scott Frost, I think he's just super overrated. The only reason he's still at Nebraska is they just can't afford his payout, honestly, I think. But uh, I was able to get Michigan actually early on this at minus one. I was super surprised when I saw wow. it at minus one. How about so, that? Sure. I was like, I was, that was almost a no brainer. So I was like, that and BYU, BYU was at like minus two and a half, minus three. I was like, wow. both those were no brainers. So you should be out in Vegas. You're like these sharp guys. <laughs> no, every Tuesday night at midnight, I'll be scrolling through my phone. I'm like, oh, wow, I took one. That. That's impressive on Michigan. Yeah, one. Michigan, that's, that's what it, the opening lines were nuts. Either you have a book that's behind or you're just good at getting numbers. No, it's I have the alert. Once the lines hit, I go on the app and boom. Hey, Colin, you know what the best thing about winning games is? It's not just yeah. about winning games. If you can get the best number and yep. win the game, that's yep. that's like having sex with a hot woman. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wrong about that. <laughs> That's why every every Tuesday night I'll just go on. I got Coastal Carolina at like minus sixteen. Now they're at like nineteen and a half. That's wow. It's always that's what we're big about getting the lines early on here. Good for so, you, man. That's great. Yeah. As I said, we're kind of cut for time in a little here. We had a very long episode this way anyway, so I think we're gonna skip this last college football game just so to fill everybody in. It was Oklahoma minus three and a half at Texas. Over under game 63 anyway, and a half. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that game could go fucking either way. Any, any yeah. which way you can imagine that game could end up. So I personally will be staying away from that one regardless. 
It's tough. One. Um, I'm going to let Colin and Jock get into this with you. Obviously, they both live in Philly right now, up in Manayunk about, excuse me if I'm wrong, but probably a minute away from each other. They're going to have a couple questions for you about the state of the Eagles. I'm not impressed with them, just to give you a heads up. <laughs> so go ahead, guys. Yeah, so uh, you know, we know you're a Philly guy, and and you know you're all you're all uh, Sixers and Eagles, and we had uh, Dominique Rogers Cromartie on the other week, a former Eagle and one of our uh, buddies who's a diehard Eagles fan. Uh, and the number one talking point seems to always come back on Nick Sirianni. Number one thing we say is that he's running the football team like a high school program. Uh, we don't think it's going to fit the city's mold. We think he's basically unfit to run an NFL franchise. So your takes on that, where the team stands, your takes on Jalen Hurts, you know, where do you see them finishing this year? I know the Cowboys have a stout team. They're playing good football. Do you see them, you know, making a push? Do you see them, you know, where do you see this team ending this season? And, you know, at the end of the year, do you still see Nick Sirianni if he even makes it to the end of the year? I didn't understand the hire when it happened. You know, I, I consider myself to know a good amount about the NFL, and I had a hard time knowing who Nick Sirianni was, in all honesty. Um, I thought it was a weird hire. I would have went way different than where they went. Um, and, and I think you're right. He does kind of seem like he's unfit. I don't know that people really buy what he's selling, if you will. Um, he's made some brutal mistakes uh, play calling he's reminded me a lot of doug peterson to be real frank with you uh, i don't know what it is about this city but since i've been a little child uh, the coaches in this team this city have, have just hated to run the football i mean andy reed you know chip kelly <laughs> doug peterson nick sirianni <laughs> i mean it's just incredible uh but yeah look i think i think they're an un they're an unbalanced a mess of a team. They commit bad penalties. They're bad in the red zone. I think they have talent. You know, I think they've could have won every game they played this year. And I know even against the Cowboys, there were times in that game where they were down seven points. If they find ways to score touchdowns against the chiefs, who knows what happens in that game, but it's stupid penalties. It's missed tackles. It's, it's dumb play calls. It's getting too cute. It's, it's just everything, you know, not running the football. So I think they're probably, I don't know, I think 500, you know, maybe they're, they're, they make it interesting in the NFC East, but I think they're going to be looking for a new coach very quickly. Uh, and I think they're going to be, if, if they get those three picks and they're high, I would use every single one of them on the defensive side of the football. It's that um, simple. That Wentz one isn't looking too good right now, though, since the Colts aren't looking yeah, too hot. I, I wouldn't think, be surprised if they just pull them. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously he's, always injured, so you never know what's going to happen with Carson. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm actually a Colts fan, and Bert, I have to disagree there. I think from what I'm seeing in, in nah, our, Miami. In our social – no, no, I'm not talking about how he's playing. I'm not talking about how he's playing. But from the social interactions with Colts fans, uh, everybody is kind of okay with him so far. I mean, he he's yeah, no, I mean, not turning over the ball record like he towards the well, end he's, of the he's season. Good. Listen, he's good in a place like Indianapolis, okay? Looks like Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons, if he went, oh, you know, he, 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 he's not capable. <laughs> he's too – like me, for instance. If I was a professional athlete, I wouldn't do well in a place like Philadelphia or New York. I'm too – I'm sensitive. I admit that. I have no problem admitting that. That's just who I am. And I think Carson's a guy that – he's just not real – used to like a big city. So I think a place like that, I don't think it's about socially with him. He's a good dude. He's a great guy and a family guy, but 
for me, it's more like he just can't stay healthy. And we've seen it. If you go back to his high school years, he struggled to stay healthy. And I think that's the long-term concern with Carson. But I wish him all the best. I think he'll win a Super Bowl there. I really do. I, oh. I, I agree with you there. I, I, he came from, you know, North Dakota State, which is literally in the middle of, you know, God fucking nowhere, and came to one of the hardest cities, you know, to play. So right. I think he had a raw deal here. I really do. It sucks that he got injured. Look, not being able to play in the Super Bowl and Nick Foles winning the Super Bowl was the worst thing to happen to Carson Wentz because we forget how good he played that year, but Nick ultimately took him and won a Super Bowl. And if you're Carson, I mean, how do you come back from that, man? You know, you can't just – you know, you're kind of second fiddle at that point. I know I know. Philadelphia fans take a lot of shit, and, you know, we've heard it in the Simmons talk that – you know, it, it is a tough place to play. And, but, you know, at the same point, we have every reason to be fucking mad at these guys. I mean, you know, the Eagles have a lot of untapped potential. You know, they're young, you know, and they're ragging on Jalen Hurts. He can't throw the football. You know, you go get Smith in the first round and, you know, the, everybody just gets ragged on so quick. You know, you mentioned Ben Simmons, you know. Yeah, we're, pussy. Um, yeah, he's a pussy. We're not yeah. afraid to rat yeah. on them. <laughs> we're not talking about a guy that just came here. It's five years now, and it's the yep. same nonsense. He hasn't done any. Like, he hasn't done anything yeah. from since day one. It's it's just like at what point, you know, as a fan base, we love the teams here, and it's like you expect. Like I said before, if Allen Iverson pulled what Ben Simmons is pulling. It's like I'm not as annoyed about it because like Allen can do shit like that. Allen was he actually a, he actually gave a shit. He was a transcendent player here. He gave you everything he had every night. This guy is not a guy you get on your knees for and beg for. I mean, what, what are we doing here? Tell him to get lost. If he doesn't want to play, he's going to get fined. It's that simple. What do you think the best is out there for him right now? What do you think the Sixers I don't think, should take? I don't think there is a market. I think that's he, why I, I, I think he's damaged you. goods. I agree with you. The whole NBA sees it. They know it. And the sucky thing is, he was a bad pick. This team is not good at selecting players. Neither is the team across the street. The Eagles have the same problem. But the the Philly, uh, the 76ers, this is the problem with them. They're a loser organization. They have loser owners. They have loser GMs. They just are losers. It's that simple. (laughs) Who do you think is more delusional, the Sixers or the Eagles? Well, the Sixers, surely. I mean, they yeah. – and their fan base is – I think their fa- the fan base of the Sixers is completely delusional. I mean, they – We are. Know, I'll admit that. There are still guys that carry the water. I've been on the front foot with this team as – Oh, yeah. Every day will never you, win. you hate Simmons. I hate the I whole team. It. I respect it. I respect what you said. Yeah, I, I hate them. I hate the, the, the way they look. I hate everything about the, the – everything they are they're just not easy to root for i don't think they're any good i don't think they can actually win and they're wasting a transcendent player like and like iverson was an mb with with nonsense it's it sucks and they never go out and say we're gonna go out and get the best player on the market so like damian little let's say do what you got to do to make that happen like the eagles real quick guys real quick so stephen gilmore's out there Okay, Jalen Smith's out there. This team has major linebacker problems and corner problems for that matter. Why aren't you going out and picking guys like that up? It's true. Why are we ever a team that does that? They must know their fate. They must know their fate. I mean, they're a rebuilding team and they don't want old guys on the roster. They're starting fresh, I guess. Well, that's fair. But I mean, we're in the season now. So at least go for it and give it a try. See how it goes. 
Especially, for, especially for a six-round pick yes, that the Panthers gave up, like it, it, at least give it a shot. Exactly, I mean, exactly. Eagle, the Eagles draft shitty no matter what, so might as well give a six-round pick up and try make turning the season semi around. And that's the, the thing NFC. about these three picks. It's like, yeah, it's great and all, but who's going to be making the picks? Yeah, imbecile Harry Roseman. So it's yeah. like you can't even get excited anymore. It's like if you if I ask you guys like who's the next team to win a title in this town, it's like I don't know. Like who? Yeah, that's a, that's Flyers a are your best fucking shot, and that's Maybe. not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> okay, we have about ten minutes left. We want to get into the questions that everybody wants to know. Obviously, all of our buddies, all of our followers, our listeners. Uh, let's talk about rough and rowdy. I'm not really sure where the fuck we're at with all the beef. I was trying to catch up. There's so much. I guess the main question is: Do you think you're going to beat the shit? out of jerry during this fight um yeah of course i do you know i can answer i think um you know i'll say this pretty openly like i don't really i don't have a beef with jerry uh-huh. jerry came at me jerry started with me um i think he's kind of hateable i think he's fraudulent as hell i think he's a fake and a phony and he tries too hard uh to get noticed at that company his shtick is completely fraudulent and i think unless you're an imbecile like he is you should understand that the truth of the matter is Jerry has no idea what he's getting into. He's writing checks that he can't cash and he'll talk and, and play it up because he works at Barstool now. And look, I don't, I don't work at Barstool anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty free to kind of do what I want to do and say what I want to say. And look, when I get into something, I put my all into it. And the good thing for me is unlike Jerry, there are a lot of things that I can do that he can't like, look, he has a lot going on in his life. He's got a new job. He's got a kid. He's got a girl. He's got, uh, you know, all this stuff going on. I'm literally dedicating my entire next two months to this fight. Okay. Yeah. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't do anything harmful to my body anymore. I'm putting five days a week into training. Okay. Wow. And I want people to think I have no shot. I think it's ludicrous because my conditioning will be fine. It'll be on a hundred. I could throw punches for three, four minutes straight at this point. So yeah, I, I'm ready to go. It'll be fine. Awesome. Look, Jeff, we, we have some greenhorns in here and you know, you know, little Italian backgrounds. I know you're a mob guy, so I, am, I know I, I know you uh, got probably got a little fire in you. Um, of course, you know, you know, take us through. You know, you're training. You said you're training every day. Uh, yes, you know, I gotta ask you seriously. You, you're you're going on rough and rowdy. Are 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 you planning on knocking this fucker out? Like, is your plan to go up oh. there and knock the fucking piss out of this guy? Well, I think I think the the truth is I don't know at least at, at the level that we're fighting at, look, I'm not going to tell you I fight people every day. I don't. Um, I think at like my point in my life, we don't really fight anymore. And I'll be real. If my life was in danger, I'm going to shoot your fucking head off. It's that simple. Yeah, you're so, not getting in a fist fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to stab you in the fucking head. Like it's that simple. <laughs> so I'm not real worried about fighting. Right. When I was a kid, I fought. I'm not going to say I'm, you know, Canelo Alvarez either. So I don't know that we're, at least with the glove size we're using, I'm not sure if that's possible, to be honest. Um, but I know that I have a strategy for this. I know that I'll be ready to go. Uh, and, you know, as far as training is concerned, the people that are training me are very good at what they do. I'm giving them a lot of money if we win. Um, so I, th- I think it's in their best interest to, to make sure we, what I win. And look, for me, it's more or less about the mental thing for me because as a lot of people know, I've lost a lot of weight over the last year and yep. five months or so. And for me, this is kind of the culmination of all that. 
I'm actually going to go fight in a fight. I could have never imagined I'd do this back then when I was 340 pounds. So it's like, for me, it's kind of the culmination of all that. And it's really just about the mental thought of I'm doing this and I'm going to make it worth my while and I'm going to fucking end it on top. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I have the edge and all that stuff. So Awesome. I have one last question from me anyway. I don't know if any of the other guys do, but is it somewhat intimidating? Because I know you did get contract offer from Barstool that I'm pretty sure you turned down. So now that Jerry's in there, is this like somewhat intimidating that he has all these barstool guys behind him just because no. he works there or no? You don't I think the thing is like the common thought is that like I have turned barstool down. I left barstool. Um, I'm content with what I do. I can make a living without working there. Um, it's cool to work there. I appreciated the offer being there. I'll gladly be involved with content if they want me involved with it. But I can make my own money. I don't have to be there. I'm not intimidated by anybody that works there, in real all honesty with you. I think most of them are, are just yes men that do what they're told. And, um, you know, they get in line. It's that simple. Um, you know, and Jerry, I think, is smart enough to understand that by fighting, he's going to up his coinage there. And, and that's fine. You know, there are people I really like there and, and that I'm cool with and we're friends and whatever. But, yeah, it's – it's no, I, I wouldn't say it's intimidating. Now – I think if you're anybody else, the fan base can be intimidating because there's a lot of people that fucking hate me, but yeah. I enjoy playing the villain and I, I don't care. You know, I do what I do and, and I'm proud of what I do and who I am. And I really don't care about it. Uh, guys, do you have anything else? Yeah, I got a question. Uh, I saw you came out with your A-10 preview this morning. How do you feel about <laughs> my uh, St. Joe's Hawks? I think it's going to be a long year again. Uh, oh, you think? You know, look, I, th- I think they have some talent, though. Offensively, I think oh, yeah, Jordan fun. Hall, I think, is going yeah. to be Taylor Hall, Taylor Funk, I watched in high school. I loved him. I thought he was terrific. I think they just are dreadful defensively, and they might give up 80 yeah. points every game. No, so, I'm wrong about that. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's a school with a lot of history. I remember when I was younger, 14, 15, they had the West and, and Nelson teams. They were oh, yeah, the O2. Oh, yeah. yeah they were, yeah. They were but, stacked. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be a long year. And uh, you know, luckily, you see some good teams come in there. But uh, yeah. I don't think uh, – you know, I just hope they don't get injured like they seem to every year. So Yeah, I saw you were talking about uh, St. Bond. You were tweeting about that. Them. So, yeah, yeah I was they, very say. high on them. So. But yeah, I, 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 I think the show you guys do is cool. Like you're all friends and that's, that's cool. You know, it's hard to find five people that you can be really cool with. So good for you guys. That's, that's awesome. a hard Thank thing you. to find. So I appreciate that. That. That, that. That means a lot. Thank you. Awesome. Well, you I, all I have was... glasses. What about the, how about that? Eyes do we have here? We have 20 <laughs> eyes. <right now. laughs> 20 <laughs> eyes. All right. Well, thank you very much for talking to us. We really appreciate sure. it. Obviously, we'll we'll be watching your fight coming up. I know Bertle loves to tell you. I think I got my new college football guy for sure because I fucking suck at that. So, um, well, hit again, me, hit my hit my DM. I'll give you some picks for awesome. sure. No problem. Well, well thank you very much picks. again. Thank you guys. Appreciate yep. it. And um, uh, I'd like to say we'll talk to you soon, but if not, uh, we'll be watching your fight. I'm available whenever you want, guys. This was awesome. fun. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. Yep, have, have a good, good night, one. Bro. Thanks, guys. All right, guys, that's it for this one. If you haven't, be sure to tune in and listen to Clutch Picks NFL Week 5. We have some great picks and some more drama, some more 2v2s and stuff like that. So thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon. The Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm.